Hello and welcome to another episode of Mood. Mood. <laughs> Every time. Collaboration. A word we hear so often, especially in the music industry, and it's described as one of the biggest phenomena in pop music. But collaboration stems all the way from the 1980s, appearing in the context of 80s hip hop culture and really boomed into the mid 1990s sort of around 1996 where more than 20 songs with featuring credits appeared on the hot 100 and then in 2017 there were 150 and from there on the collaborations just kept growing until now in 2020 where for today's episode what are we going to be talking about anthea we are going to be talking about the best features and artist collaborations of 2020. Collaborations were big in the 80s. In a typical month, seven of the Billboard Top 100 songs featured a collaboration, as opposed to maybe one or two in the 1970s. Some favourites from December 1981 were... That's a long time ago. <laughs> yeah. So some favourites from... Back in the day, 1981 in December, um, first song was Under Pressure by Queen, which featured David Bowie, not Vanilla Ice. Endless Love by Lionel Richie featuring Diana Ross. Yeah, and then the third one, which was Stop Dragging My Heart Around by Stevie Nicks featuring Tom Petty. And this year, which on average, there are at least 33 collaborations in the top 100 every month. That's a big way from only three songs yeah. back in the 80s. According to an Italian university, Bocconi University. Is it, is it Bocconi or Bassoni? Bocconi. Bocconi. <laughs> Sorry, continue. <laughs> continue. They studied and analysed the featuring phenomenon in music. Specifically, how combining artists of different genres increases a song's popularity. In this case, science has met music, and collaboration and the mixing of genres have proven far more popular than regular songs without any features. So this is what the experts at the Bassoni or Bacconi, I'm sorry for pronouncing that wrong, found out, but... Pretty much the appearance of songs including featured artists on Billboard's Hot 100 music chart have increased exponentially in the past two decades. According to broad literature in sociology on categorical boundaries, artists who deviate from existing genres are expected to be penalised for violating collective expectations and norms. This is the expectation. But what the study found was that songs featuring other artists actually have a greater likelihood of making it in the top 10 than songs that don't feature other artists. Yeah, so they pretty much observed in this study that the greater the difference, such as a cultural distance between the genres of artists in involved, the more likely the song was to reach the top of the charts. And this is the reality that I think we have seen in from music so lately. many years, yeah. yeah, up to 2020. So in the end, heterogeneity pays off. Featuring is an innovative practice. It owes its success to the ability to broaden the audience, bringing together fans of both the artists and omnivorous listeners. With decades and decades of so many iconic and huge artist collaborations like we saw with Queen and David Bowie, 
We wanted to specifically talk about some new albums and songs that have been created and released in 2020 by some of our favorite artists. So to begin the bunch. Yes, there's, there's quite there's a, a lot. list. We've got a list. I wanted to begin with Joji's new album, Nectar. You may know him as Pink Guy, Filthy Frank, or that guy who started the Harlem Shake trend. <laughs> I will never, I just can't imagine that after all these years, he's released this incredible album, but everyone just would associate him as an actual joke. Like, but see, I, I didn't even, um, realize it, it was, was the same it guy. It was him, yeah. No, um, honestly, I think my dad pointed it out <laughs> to me. Yeah. Anyways, um, so Joji, who's in the Japanese singer-songwriter, record producer, author, and former internet personality, has made the transition from the indie space to a more mainstream commercial space for his second album, Nectar. He's built up a strong list of collaborators in this album, from Diplo on single daylight to benny on afterthought and omar apollo on high hopes not to mention kenny beats justin parker and australian songwriting force sarah Ahrens on production and writing duties at various points of the album nectar That's a long yeah. list of people it's like there's so many collaborative efforts that have gone into this album and who would have thought? It's only <laughs> new, but so far it seems very successful. Mm. And honestly, good on him. Like, he's come a long way. I know, like a very long way. He's not just that YouTuber guy anymore. He's an actual recording He wants artist. to be taken serious. Yeah. And I think he is being taken serious. Yeah. The next one is a personal favourite of ours. Um, so the boys from Cosmos Midnight. They just released their second um, album, after two years of releasing their debut album, What Comes Next? And this one's called Yesteryear. And they're back better than ever with so many features on this album. So two album standouts are Ice featuring 18-year-old Wollongong musician Stephen. And we actually got to see him at... He opened for Omar Polo, actually. Yeah, which is crazy. Yeah. Like, he's only 18, and he's opening for an international artist like Omar Polo. So, Stephen, um, another really young Aussie artist that was also featured on the album was Rule, which is... He's, he's making oh, big waves in the music everywhere. industry at the moment. Yeah, and so this was on the track Down For You. Such a good song. And there's so many other collaborations as well with a New Zealand sensation, Matthew Young, adding to the smooth R&B of It's Love, while LA, Pop Dynamo's Age, Sex and Location, oh, they created such a cool track with them. It's sort of like a euphoric dance track on Have It All. And I'll never forget when we first heard this live at a charity gig that we went to that Cosmos were at, and it was so much fun. So much fun. These twin brothers definitely know how to put sounds together that no one has before in the way they do. Like, yeah. especially on this album. Like, each song is so different but so similar in their style and yeah. how they create. Music. They have a distinct sound, yeah. but it's not. It doesn't get boring. Like yeah. they've always, they're always, they are always bringing something new to each song. Yeah, and they recently also performed this album through a, a live stream yeah. on top of a rooftop somewhere in Sydney. I don't remember. They had the a exact. few other artists with them. Yeah, they had well, Rule, they had, they had Steven, and 
it was great it looked so fun so good on them and speaking of rule uh aussie artist who um hello featured on omar polo's recent album apollino um and like just what like how how did that happen how did they contact each other like i'm just curious but maybe they met when he was in his maybe, tour in australia maybe. but either way such a cool achievement for rule he's only 17 and about to turn 18 but about like, to turn 18. imagine having achieved all this before you turn 18. not only has he featured on so many aussie albums he's now featured on an international album and omar polo is such a cool guy he um also had another song on the new album with um kaliuchis which you guys have probably heard us talk about her before this is the kaliuchis appreciation i know i know we'll um probably, episode again yeah we probably need to make an appreciation group just for her yeah. honestly but um another really really cool album and What's really fascinating for me personally is to see that this is his debut album, but even before this came out, he was already so big and collaborating with so many people like Kenny Beats and Dominic Fike. And now he's got his debut album, but it's crazy to see that from all these EPs that he did so many years ago, he's now gotten this big and is so appreciated and really appreciates our Aussie artists. Next up, we've got Disclosure's new album, Energy. Disclosure, aka the Lawrence Brothers, are a British electronic duo who both attracted attention with their excellent 2013 debut album, um, Settle. This long-teased return was preceded by several singles and shifting release dates. Presumably, they hoped venues would fully be open again before um, they dropped their album Energy, but in 2020, they have given it to they us finally. <laughs> An article in The Guardian describes the album as the sort of mood that turns bedrooms and backseats into nightclubs. I couldn't agree more with that. But what makes the album so great is the number of guests they've called in to be on it. You've got... Now, sorry for my pronunciation, but <laughs> you've we've got... Um, features such as Khalees and Common to Slow Tie and Amine on My High. You've got Channel Trez or Trez on Trez, Lavender. Trez, Trez, Trez. <laughs> and yeah, this whole album just makes us all wish we were out on that dance floor, yeah. surrounded by people again, which hopefully we can one day It's happening achieve. soon. I mean, what <laughs> recently um, New South Wales announced that the Great Southern Nights is going to be oh, a shitload of artists performing at so many local venues in New South Wales now that the laws have changed to 500 people for seated events, ticketed events. So that just gives Hopefully us we'll hope. be one step closer to yeah. getting that atmosphere back again. So we just mentioned his name, um, Amine, who featured in Disclosure's album, but he actually brought out his own album. So his second studio album, Limbo, and in this album, um, he sort of rediscovers the appealing sort of lightness that made him famous. So he really takes it back home to Portland and the album features so many guest appearances, a lot of hip hop artists from J.I.D., Charlie Wilson, Young Thug, Slow Tie again. Once again. Yeah, um, Vince Staples, Summer Walker and Injury Reserve who he's collaborated with a few times. But 
a lot of collaborations and it makes sense as to why this album was so well received. Next up on our list, we've got an Australian one, Don't Sleep by Alice Ivy. Now, Alice Ivy is an ARIA-nominated electronic producer from NAM or Melbourne, Australia. She's become recognised as one of Australia's most versatile and exhilarating artists. This album features some of the biggest female artists in Australia at the moment, such as Go the girls, yeah, the girls, <laughs> such as Thelma Plum on Ticket to Heaven, Adette on I'll Find It, and Montaigne on Sweetest Love. Another Australian female artist that's... We're really getting into all the Aussie artists yeah. now. <laughs> um, who is doing great at the moment and who's teamed up with Oscar and Tim from Holly Holly is Tia Costello on Always. Um, this song's been described as Rolling Stone Australia as an 80s dance floor anthem. With Oscar Dawson on production duties and Tim Carroll lending his gorgeous vocals... This track is a mesmerizing mix of the two stunning artists at their best. Holly Holly's Oscar Dawson has actually been behind the production of a lot of Aussie artists and songs, including Alex Leahy, British India, The Vans, and of course his wife, Ali Bada. That is goals. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Both the husband and the wife are just beautiful singers and create beautiful music. <laughs> um, another really, really iconic collaboration um, with a song just that has been released um, 2020, possibly one of the greatest Australian hip hop collaborations so far is Better Days, um, which is Baker Boy, Dallas Woods, and Sam for the Great. So in this track, Baker Boy recruited the OGs and Triple J declared the project as a celebration of culture from three important voices on the Australian music map. And we couldn't agree more. It's such a beautiful, beautiful, what am I saying? Beautiful. Beautiful. <laughs> it's such a cool song. And I think it really brings out all the talents in each of these artists and their, um, their sort of, not aesthetic, but how do you like describe it there? Their well-known style and qualities. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Baker Boy is just amazing. Like, yes. I could talk about him forever. I know. I've and seen his stage yeah. presence. Like, oh, he can dance. The man has moves. Like, incredible. I, like, you I can't know. stop looking at I him. I know. He's so awesome. And the energy that he brings to the stage is always just like, it's out there. It's crazy. So, in July of 2020, Dope Lemon, aka Angus Stone released his first original for 2020. This time he had featured another Aussie artist, Winston Surfshirt. On July 26, Stone announced the Northern Beaches forces would be teaming up for a track called Every Day is a Holiday, which seems fitting for the two artists known for their relaxed also, indie Also Northern sounds. Beaches. Yeah. <laughs> Can't get any more relaxed than that. Yes. Um, he also revealed the psychedelic cover art for this single featuring him and Winston. Very fitting. <laughs> so moving into some international singles that have um, got some really awesome collaborations. Um, one is artist Sinead Harnett, who just released a single for her upcoming song more album sticking with you and it's featured Van Jess so the sister duo that we probably hear on K Trinata and Masego the track was produced with some other um, producers but 
One author describes the foursome training syrupy vocals and harmonies about new love. And I love how he uses syrupy vocals because it really makes sense when you listen to the song. And the music video also came out recently and each of the artists filmed their parts separately, even though once the clip was put together, it managed to feel so cohesive with the song bringing out like lush orchids and these like green forest visuals. Did they have to shoot um, separate? Yeah, like I'm that? guessing or? so because Masego is obviously based in America and so yeah. are Van Jess and Sinead is I think from Britain. They all separately filmed but when it came all together, you would have never guessed that the music video was shot separately in separate locations. So they did a really cool job. And um, she described that working with the talents was nothing but a dream for her. And even though shooting the video was very different in terms of it being shot remotely, it was crazy how you could write a song together without even meeting these sort of people. And I yeah, think that's, that's the, so cool. the future of collaborations now in this yeah. day and age. But the song is just so smooth and soothing. It's such a bop. Next up, we've got the funky hip hop master. Oh, he's so good. Himself, <laughs> Anderson Pack. Now he released a number of groovy tracks that served all our quarantine dance sessions, releasing Jules, which was co-produced by Timberland, where Pack sounds squeaky in the blast funk guitar riffing track. He also released Lockdown, a protest song about racial injustice. This was released in June and then later remixed in August with No Name, J.I.D. and J-Rock. The musician also collaborated with Rick Rosk on Cut Em In from the Madden 21 video game soundtrack and appeared on Buster Rhymes' You. He's done a lot of I collaborative know. work um, this year. But I remember distinctively like once lockdown sort of happened, I would always watch his stories of him being locked up. Dancing his, with his son? Dancing with his yes. son to all of these tracks and like creating so much, I don't know, he was just doing so many things. He was dancing, he was cooking, he was showing us how he creates his music and how he collaborates with other people. He was just yep. doing so much. Well, and earlier in the year, he, a joy to watch. <laughs> earlier in the year, he actually was dancing with his son to Jules um, yep. in a video, but we never, Everyone was waiting for the song to finally be released. Yeah. And he's finally given it to us. Yeah. And this track is such a bop. I know. Been dancing it. It's very nostalgic in my kitchen too. myself. Yes. 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 <laughs> and his son is so talented. So cute. That boy is going to kill the game once he starts recording his own stuff. Honestly, he's got his dad's talent. Definitely. Yep. And the dance moves. Oh, there. for sure. <laughs> to wrap this up this track is a special one so this is a song that anyone who's listening to this right now you definitely grew up with this song especially the chorus of this song yeah and <laughs> it became a meme as most songs do that were created <laughs> back back in the 90s and 80s but um this is a song that your parents would also never forget and yet the great Aussie Flume managed to surprise everyone back in May literally collaborated with Eiffel 65 with Blue so Flume served us all a snippet of uh, something on his Instagram in true Flume form showing us what he'd been cooking up while in lockdown he was um painted all in blue and he played the remix of um, the 1998 Europop smash hit and 
the caption for it was roses are red my face is blue here is a song i made it for you very romantic <laughs> sing to me flu yeah. um and so this was like revealed as, i think everyone sort of took it as Thought a it was joke, a joke. Yeah, yeah he revealed it on instagram and everyone was like haha flume but um the smash hit actually then became a meme but also an official single that he released um and it was just called blue the flume remix and in all its glitchy and goofy glory the boys from i465 loved it just as much as all of us did so now we want to know what have been your favorite collaborations and artist features of 2020 yeah have, have any of these been your favorite yeah was it maybe someone or something that we haven't even heard before or maybe an album that's about to come out let us know after discussing all of the features from today i think it's obvious to say that for me personally i don't know about you anthea but i do appreciate and probably favor songs with artist features and collaborations yeah, i think that study was proved correct yeah, yeah. i think we can definitely tick that off but i think it's exciting for fans you know yeah. seeing an artist you love crap um collaborate with another artist you love yeah it's kind of like your the world's two, colliding yeah the two fandoms <laughs> coming together and just growing even more and i think that's the point of them yeah another question i have for you even jules yes i'm listening what is your dream collaboration <gasps> like is there artists that, that you haven't seen collaborate yes, that you'd love to that is a great question fuck i can't think of what like i'm oh i feel God. like i'd want something that's Something that you wouldn't expect. But that still not, works. Yeah. You know? Oh my goodness. I mean, that sort of um, makes sense because even the song Tokyo Drifting, I would have never expected Glass Animals to collaborate with Denzel Curry. So yeah. I would love something along that Those vibe. Lines, like yeah. two complete different genres, you know, like you could even get like a f country artist <laughs> with like someone like flume and make it work make like, it work yeah something that i just wouldn't expect like you i want to be shocked but then i want to give us it. the unexpected yeah so i can't really i can't really name an artist yeah i don't know i'm trying to have a look it's hard through. you've got the spotify playlists up but i still can't think of an artist yeah i don't know maybe we'll leave that question for you yeah. guys to leave in our comments on our instagram but Thanks for listening. Yeah. I hope um, you liked this episode. Yeah, we'll see you guys next week. Bye. Bye.